Uh, okay. I'm just gonna trust it's recording. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord and his goodness. How's it going, Dom? Hey, Shana, how's it going? <laughs> oh, you go first. <laughs> uh, begs not, you go first. Hey, Shana, how's it going? How's it going? Oh, dang! It's going good. It is, what, second week of lockdown? Is it second week? It feels like a month already. Does it actually feel like a, a month for you? Yeah. Has it been like, oh, just extroverted progress? What has that been like? Well, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of like, because I've got like my family here, my wife and my daughter, it's not as bad. And uh, one thing I've noticed is when you go on a walk for a walk, down the street everyone's just kind of like hey <laughs> <laughs> hello <laughs> how, how are you doing we don't know each other but please talk to me <laughs> so i've had some pretty good conversations with some uh, people in my area that i've never met before that's awesome <laughs> but it's funny yeah, just people coming out of the house and then they kind of open the door and they look up and they see something they go, <gasps> hi <laughs> <laughs> You can just see the excitement in their in their lives. It's like, I haven't seen one of you in a long time. With what a person! Um, welcome to She Bears and He Brews. I'm Dominic Malgeri, and I'm Shana Llorando. Llorando. Uh, Llorando. It's just Llorando, everybody. It's so, do you have a uh, a topic of conversation other than introverts and extroverts for us this? Uh, fine afternoon yes um it's actually not the afternoon but it's actually mid-morning well you know what i i thought it was wednesday (laughs) so lockdown's gone as bad um well i do and it's actually kind of related to what you were saying before about your assignments and how you were like i have a love hate relationship with assignments because it's something good that i need to do but it sucks Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, well, this podcast, also, Dom, I need your help because I've been researching or looking into the topic of freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and my name is in that, so obviously I've got a, <laughs> an insight that you don't have. <laughs> Can that be the topic? Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, freedom from his assignments. It's so funny. DJ Haygray. Uh, who is not here, but he will be listening to this as he edits. Uh, that is the JJ title. JJ Abrams. Hey, JJ Abrams. <laughs> Free Dom. Anyway, um, yeah. Well, because I'm just gonna give you a bit of background um, and the lens that I'm gonna look through it because it's flipping affecting my life right now. Also, it's kind of funny because we're in lockdown and uh, freedom is probably a commodity that we <laughs> do not have. As much right now. Uh, bear with. Jemima is... Is she coming in? Sorry, I just had to close the door because I think Jemima was going to come in. <gasps> we'll let her come in. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She'll start grabbing things and breaking things that are expensive. Uh, I think she broke my mouse. Ah, uh, that's my goddaughter. <laughs> 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 anyway, anyway, you were talking about freedom, and I ruined free it all. Freedom. Um. So, okay. So, uh, 
a friend of mine or a few friends of mine had a course on freedom um, a few months ago. And I guess I've been in conversation with him. And then it kind of got brought up in the office a lot because we like to talk about really uh, philosophical things sometimes. Um, it's a great time to be at work. Um, talking about freedom and, and I feel like I've just been um, thinking about it a lot. And then also just in preparation for this kind of conversation, I sat with it yesterday and I was like just getting my mind blown a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to preface all the stuff by saying that I'm the kind of person that I'm really like, I'm the oldest of four kids, you know, I'm Filipino. I'm like probably melancholic, you know, partly and, and, and just like quite a dutiful person. Mm-hmm. Like I like lists, you know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> counting things. I Counting things. I, I can... You know, like, do as I'm told. And I can be motivated by the very fact that things are good for me to do. Mostly. Okay. Probably except eating chocolate. But, like, you know, like, for the most... It's kind of good. It's... Oh, it's so good. Most... Most most of my life. But um, what I've actually been learning about freedom uh, that's been... The thing that's hitting me the most is that, I don't know, like freedom is a gift that God gives us just because he loves us. And I am kind of sometimes a little uncomfortable with that. Because a lot of the time, and I'll explain this a little bit, like I'm always trying to find a reason for doing things. Um kind of looking for like, oh, this is a good thing to do. This is a good thing to do. But mm-hmm. actually, there's like an extra step to that. And it's like love. Um, mm-hmm. Either God's love or something. Anyway. And so I've been kind of been stretched a little bit because I feel like God's kind of letting me know like, yo, man, like, I know you I know you can do these things that are good because you're like the good girl or whatever. But uh. What about like love, you know? And I was like, what the flip? What does that mean? Anyway, so I'll explain. Um. <laughs> I'm listening. So I remember you were running Theology of the Body at the chaplaincy when I was a student. Uh, freedom to love. Freedom to love. Crazy. <coughs> anyway, so Christopher mm. West was talking about how there's freedom and there's license, right? Ah, yes. And... Like, I kind of understood it. I think this is where I was getting kind of confused because freedom can mean a lot of things. Freedom is used in different, you know, like situations. And then he checked in another word, license, which kind of almost helped a little bit, but didn't really. So mm-hmm. I guess when people, how, how would you describe what the secular world or whatever would see as freedom? freedom. Well, I think, you know, and uh, I'm probably just going to say what Christopher West says, you know, because he mm-hmm. talks about freedom of license. But like, and I, I, I definitely, I kind of understand this perspective of it, uh, of like freedom's just I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want to do it. Mm. Uh, I'm just completely in charge. Um, and so like you know, it's like the whole um, pro-choice movement. Yeah, it's like 
I, I don't necessarily want to do this, but I want to be able to do this if I want to do it. And I think people that do want to be able to do it should be able to do it. Yes. And it's like, but that's 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 not good. And also, like, another like thing that kind of winds me up about this is, like, I want to be able to do this just because I feel like I should do it. And it's like, well, that just... That just like what about what about skill? Uh, what about what it takes to be able to do a thing? It's like you can't just say, "I'm going to be an amazing musician. I'm just going to buy an instrument and then I can just do it." Yeah. It's like no, you're going to have to sit down, shut up, and learn, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to I'm going to be Michael Jordan. I'm going to I'm going to play basketball. I'm going to slam dunk on my first day. I'm pretty awesome. Uh, and stuff. It's like, well, no, no, you're not. You know. Uh, I remember I was playing. <laughs> Oh, this was years ago now. Uh, I was playing basketball with a bunch of Filipinos. Um, shout out Filipinos! Shout out Filipinos! <laughs> and uh, I used to I used to play basketball a little bit, and I was I I wasn't good, but like I could I could dribble a ball and I could I could throw it, so mm. I was capable. And some and it been years since I'd last played at this point, and then I was like given the ball and I was like I have no coordination I can't bounce this ball and catch it again oh my goodness and then uh, we were playing on a half court and they were like hey give the white guy the, the ball and so I was checked they check, I checked the ball they, they, they threw it to me yeah. and I was just faced by the sea of Filipinos which should be dribbling in between their legs and they like pretty much just doing all these turning the air and shooting and I'm like oh my goodness what am I going to do I, I can't bounce this ball and so I was like, I'm just going to have to do it. And I just took a shot. And, so, and I got it in. <laughs> I was like, thank you very much. Well <laughs> so that that's my basketball story. <laughs> but yeah, regarding freedom, it's like I didn't have the freedom to dribble that ball. I couldn't Ooh. just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't run in a straight line with it. Never mind dodging between a bunch of people that are trying to take a ball off me. Mm. Um, yeah. So through the grace of God, I was able to. My guardian angel just That's grabbed the ball as it left so my hands. Funny. Can you imagine just <laughs> shooting? But like, actually, if we had like, you know, just a guardian angel just like carrying the ball into the into the hoop. That's what happened. Yeah. Shout yeah. out guardian angel. Um, yeah. But anyway, so it's like, yeah. So that idea of I should be able to do what I want, right? Like, yeah. And it's kind of funny because it's definitely a topical kind of issue right now not just with the lockdown because like just on yeah, the yeah. real no freedom like yeah like it's i've actually found it really really hard <laughs> and and one of the reasons why is just like just for the fact that someone's telling me i can't like go mm. out and hang out with my friends or like go out and get a coffee at gray gardens mm. or something and i'm just like this rebellion in me like has kind of welled up being like i've been told not to do this thing and i'm like ah like so I've been struggling with that a little bit. But then also, before all this lockdown stuff, the whole, um, you were saying the pro-choice movement of, like, life issues of people being like, I should be able to choose what I do with my, well, like, you know, with my pregnancy or with, you know, my life, like with the mm -hmm. euthanasia bill and stuff. Um, so freedom is definitely something that's kind of, mm -hmm. yeah, something that's, really important at the moment or it's always been important um but yeah it's more pertinent pertinent at the moment yes yeah and then yeah so that kind of theology of the body thing we went to that was what christopher west called license mm. and what he said about true freedom 
is what did what did he say, Dom? Ah, uh, I'm in the course <laughs> in like. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, all right, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I was just oh, testing you. It's freedom to choose the good, right? Mm. Or like, okay, so, and this is where I got confused because I was like, uh, what, what does it even mean? Um, so I looked it up on the in the dictionary and there's like this thing of freedom to choose, right? And then there's also the, the meaning of freedom as like fr being free from something, being free from enslavement of something. That was on the, yeah, di yeah. the dictionary. And so... I was like, well, God gave us this gift of freedom. And I was like, why? Why did he do that? And I've asked people, and they're like, well, because of love. And I was like, well, what does that mean? <clears throat> and then they said, well, love is a choice. So to choose or to love, you have to have freedom. You have to have the power to choose. To be able to love. And then I was like, okay. Um, I guess. And I was like, why? Well, because God loves us. And he wants us to love him back. And so because he wants us to love him back. He can't force that to happen. So he's given us the power to choose him. Or the power to love. Or the power to love him. You know? Which is freedom. Does that make sense? Am I making sense right now? Or? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. All right. So, um, and then I thought, what is love? And St. Thomas Aquinas says, love is willing the good of the other. Right. Right. And so as I was sitting with this, um, I was like, wow, okay. So maybe freedom lies in like those two words that kind of is in that sentence. Good and other. Mm. That kind of fits into our current situation as well mm. because um, if we take the, the meaning of freedom from like the secular perspective of I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want to do it, mm. the fact that like people that may have that perspective are currently not leaving their houses mm. for the good of the other. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And so it's weird because it's like, you know, they're living true freedom. Yeah. Yeah. But they're completely limited, you know. Well, that's they're it. like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, because <clears throat> so if we take the good thing, right? Like you were saying these people who are um, people who are prescribing to the idea that I should do whatever I want. Um well, like, a lot of people will say, because I'm like, well, you know, freedom is there for love, you know? And they'll be like, yeah, well, I want to fight for this freedom for the ones that I love. Like, I want to have, say, they have people who are struggling, say, with suffering at the moment when, you know, in their kind of dying days. Um, they're like, no, I want to fight for this kind of freedom for them to be able to choose that. Yes, that might be for the other, but like it doesn't necessarily mean it's good. Um, so the freedom has to have some objective, like objectivity, that like we're free to choose, but 
the choices aren't like the choices are um objectively like good like the choices aren't aren't subjective does that make sense so it's like when people say i should be able to do whatever i want it almost makes all your choices that are available to you like whatever choice you make is fine there's well, no they're all the same they're all the same they're not there's no consequences to them one of them isn't good one of them isn't bad it's just all like you know all yeah fair game i mean i guess that's not even true like on a practical level like um i have the freedom to eat whatever i want for for lunch mm. so yeah but if i have a hamburger i can't then also have a foot long sub <laughs> because my stomach is a certain size yes yeah and so like i don't ha- i'm i'm limited there that's not freedom that's right according that's right. to this like secular perspective yeah and then if we take it to the like <clears throat> i guess this issue right it's like well objectively euthanasia and abortion is not good it's wrong mm. and um i mean we we know that because of god and 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 i think we'll i think the other thing because it's good and other we'll get back to that but like anyway so yeah that's a, such a cool such a cool idea of saying that like these people who are prescribing to that you know definition of freedom they're actually living true freedom right now um Mm. yeah and i think i think uh this kind of relates back to like like actual truth yeah uh, because like if something's if something's objectively true it it, it is happening it it happens yeah yeah like and we see that lived out in this uh experience of um like uh being in lockdown yeah um because, like, you know, the, the 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 right thing to do, the true thing to do, uh, the free thing to do is to stay indoors. Yeah. And so they're living out their true freedom by making this decision, which is limiting them. So they're not living by this concept of freedom, which they've come up with. Yeah. It's like something that annoys me about, like, like the modern kind of mindset is is kind of if I can think it, it can happen. Yeah. And so it's annoying to me because then whatever argument I put forward, someone can formulate in their mind the opposite even if it's an impossible thing to do yeah. or wouldn't make sense and it's like and therefore it does exist mm. so it's kind of like saying um <laughs> i don't know it's like i'm not i'm not at tall. it's like you could be that tall and i was like no I'm, no I'm not yeah and it's like yeah but put yourself next to someone smaller than you are it's like no i'm still not tall yeah you know it's like yeah but i've thought of a thing that would make you tall or seem tall and therefore you would be tall it's like you're you're just talking about concepts, and so like again, this this idea this idea of freedom is like freedom means I can do whatever I want, whenever I want to do it, however I want to do it. It's like okay, show me show me a situation where you can practically live that out. Yeah, because you you can't, nah. you can't you can't do these things. It's like if I like like my basketball example, I I wanted to be able to dribble in and out. Of the, I wanted to be able to dribble at all. And I just couldn't. I yeah. like physically couldn't, and so therefore I wasn't free, <laughs> and th- therefore I was limited. And the, the the freest thing for me to do was just throw the ball, and I did it, and I scored the point. We won the game. That's right. <laughs> I d- I don't know My if you won the game. 
<laughs> I don't know if you won the game. Um, well, <clears throat> so, okay, yeah. The whole good thing, right? And see, that's where I was saying before the whole thing of like, um, I'm, I can, I can dig that. I can handle that. If I know that that's a good thing, I'm pretty good at being like, sweet, I'll take that. It's good. Like, I know that exercise is good. I know that not eating chocolate every single meal is good. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can do that. Whatever. I'm trying to with that chocolate thing. Just kidding. I, I Anyway. Anyway. Woo! If you guys ever send me gifts, my birthday's coming up. You guys know what I love. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, but then it's that other thing, which is other. The willing the good of the other. So I mm. had a really... Um, I don't know, a very poignant or just a, I don't know, there was this thing that happened last week where, like I said, I've been really struggling with this whole idea of lockdown because I'm missing a lot of people and I, yeah, so <laughs> I am not going to lie. I was thinking about just like visiting a few people. <laughs> okay. Don't judge me, all right? Don't <coughs> judge me. But too late. Ah, uh, well, I just I was just thinking about. It. I was like, ah, oh, surely it's not gonna be that bad, like that kind of thing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, um, I spoke to somebody, and kind of just like I spoke to somebody and proposed this idea, of being like, "Hey, can I visit you?" That kind of thing. And then they were like, "Like, hey, like I would love to see you." But I don't want to risk anything because I live with people that might be, you know, like mm. affected by this. I don't want to put anyone at risk. And it gave mm. me so much perspective. And it was just like, wow. Um, I am doing this for other people and mm -hmm. not for myself. And then that whole rebellion and that whole kind of like just agitation like just like went away. Because here right. I was being like, what the hell was I like? Sorry. What the heck was I like um, complaining about? Um, there's so much more on the line. And I think it was just a lot easier to accept my situation because it was for someone else. Mm. And I was just like, and that freedom, like I've experienced it because I was like, wow, uh, I'm free to not, like I made that choice freely. To be like, no, I'm gonna stay home. But I was also, I felt this freedom because I was like, I'm not going to like expend energy on complaining and being agitated. I'm just going to accept what I have and then just find, mm. just find the joy in it or find the fun in it or whatever, you know? Yeah, I guess you could. We could then say that also, like, freedom is grounded in reality, mm. um, because the reality of the situation is um it's it's not it's not an arbitrary law or rule mm. to not go out there's there's purpose behind it and there's a reason mm. and yeah. it kind of like this i this example links everything together it's like there being a reality to the reason why we're limited and the reason that we're limited is because of somebody else not oppressing us but because of our love for them and yeah. I suppose that's the difference again between these two concepts of freedom is one is all about me. What can I do? What yeah. do I want to do? Whereas the other one is 
what is the free thing to do what is the truly free thing to do yeah and that's and the truly thing free thing to do is to use my own choice and decision in order to um make good things yeah um, yeah 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 it was it was cool because i got <coughs> sent um some articles to read yesterday um from bridget shout out bridget from the catholic diocese of hamilton amazing woman queen um and there was this one quote from one of her articles that really hit me it was like freedom ah what did it say ah i think i wrote it down too oh here go freedom attains its fullness when it chooses to serve and it's like dang that's a mic drop moment but i was just like Mm -hmm. thinking about mary right like and just thinking about humans in general, the the gift of freedom that God has given us. Like, okay, so lockdown-wise, we're really limited. And then it's it's made me think a lot about, like, how limited I am as a person to actually do stuff. <laughs> like, um, not just because I'm in lockdown, but I don't really have a lot of power. Like, I have power to do stuff, you know, in my day or whatever. Like, I just don't really have a lot. Um, limited person or humans are just limited in general but Mm. God has given us this power to choose Um, and that's really all we have but like when we look at Mary she gave that up she freely chose to surrender her will to like to do God's will mm. perfectly and like the most well I don't know if it's the most but like a prized possession that she freely gave to God um, so that he could just you know do what he wanted um, and there was another quote in that article saying that you know when we do surrender that when we surrender our freedom to God for the sake of the other or whatever, like you don't actually lose anything. You actually gain a lot more. Mm, Um, Yeah. You you know, and it's, it's like this kind of paradox where you think that you're going to lose everything because you're like, nah, um, I want to be able to choose Mm. or like to, to do what I want. But actually when you say, Hey God, I choose to give you this power, my freedom, you know, I don't know if there's that, prayer is it by saint ignatius of Loyola or something um anyway i need to find it there's a song some filipino sang it i don't know <laughs> anyway but like um shout out filipinos so maybe that's the title shout out filipinos um that's just what's crazy to me you know like you can see mary's capacity to love because of mm. her willingness to just surrender her freedom um, and in that she is the most free. Like that's the paradox. Mm. I think I'm just like that. That line you just said of like was like true freedom is found in service. Was that it? True freedom finds its fullness in service. Find its fullness in service because it's interesting because like that that it's just really um, I'm really ruminating on that. It's, it's fullness is found in service because 
with the concept of I could do absolutely anything. Mm. Now, let's just for a moment imagine that I could do absolutely anything. Mm. Like I had the ability to as well. I could, you know, uh, start up a successful business. I could go and play basketball really well. I could go and cook a pizza. I could uh, go for a bike ride. I could go and do what any any conceivable thing. I could just go and do it. Mm. And I could do it well and it'd be good. So it's a good thing and I could do it. Let's just con- like like pretend that for a second. Mm. <clears throat> if every option was available for me, which one would I choose? Mm. And we see this manifested in one of the most loathed situations of events organizers, <laughs> I believe, around the world. <laughs> and that's the... Uh, interested button on Facebook. (laughs) The reason people click interested and not going or decline is because they they wanna they wanna dip their foot in the pool but they wanna be able to pull out if something better turns Mm -hmm. up. So they're in that situation where I can do anything. Because on Facebook we have all the events. Everyone who organizes an event invites you. It's on Facebook. And then you get shown events that you might like that are in your area. So you don't know anyone there, but you might like it. And actually, I do like a few of those things. But would I go? I could go. I have the freedom to. But because I am the master of my own choice there, I don't make a choice. And therefore, my freedom is wasted because I don't do anything. Because there's too many things to do and therefore nothing happens. Whereas in service, when you say yes to something that may be not what you want to do, all of a sudden you're doing something. And when you're doing something, stuff happens. Mm -hmm. You grow. Mm -hmm. You change. You experience things. You interact with people. Mm. And those things can happen on a whim. Mm -hmm. They can but you can't plan whims. And so whims don't come around all the time. Mm. So if I just say, okay, I've got the freedom to go on Facebook and you start scrolling, next thing you know, it's nighttime and you haven't left the house, but you've used your free will to choose to do Facebook scrolling all day. Mm. Nothing's happened. You've maybe got annoyed at a few political statements. You've maybe laughed at a few cat videos, (laughs) but in service... You change, your environment changes, and the person you're serving changes. All yeah. of a sudden, goodness is flowing everywhere, and your life is being changed. And I think one thing that struck me when you said this quote initially is, I think when we talk about freedom, we th- we don't even think about freedom, but what we think about is um, <clears throat> almost the suffering of having to do something. Or committing to something. Well, no, I mean, even it's just not even about commitment. Like, say I told you, you have to do this, and you uh, had to do it. It's not about your commitment, it's it's an oppression. And so, all yeah. of a sudden, choice becomes an oppression. If I choose something, if I choose to be somewhere at 6 o'clock, that means I can't be anywhere else at 6 o'clock, because I've chosen to be there. Ah, uh, yes. All of a sudden, I'm oppressed by my own decision. And so, my like freedom to do absolutely anything at any point at any time it can't be exercised 
And I think, mm. you know, there's there's an anxiety right there. It's like, oh my gosh, I, I can't go to this party if I go to this party. What if this party's rubbish? It's like, well, mm. this party won't be good or bad if you never go. Mm. Neither will this, this one. And so like, we need to have... We need to have limitation or service. We need to be at the service of something. Uh, yeah. And that could be your degree. It could be your family. It could be um, mm. even your work. It could, I mean, it could be, I think the, 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 the key is though, it has to be something outside yourself. Yeah. And as you were talking, <coughs> like, I think that something outside of yourself has to be a person. This is my Jesus. theory or whatever. Well, yeah, like uh, Jesus, obviously, like at our very end. But like, again, taking the example of, because you were saying, you know, like I could have all these options that I could, you know, and what would I choose? And something that can ground you is like people or a person. Oh, ooh, sorry, my alarm just went off. Anyway, um. Like, I'm thinking of my lockdown situation, right? Because this is this is why I realized, like, doing a good thing isn't enough. Maybe. Because I knew the lockdown was good. I knew it was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And yet, I don't think I was actually freely choosing it. Even though I'm like, I was doing it, but there's something in us that is like, uh. you feel free because you're like, I'm going to choose this. Because like, for example, as well, like I've been doing a, an equivalent to Exodus 90 for um, women called Espera. Which one? Shout out Espera. Uh, Espera. Shout out to all the Espera ladies out there or Fiat 90 ladies and Exodus 90 <clears throat> not ladies. We should um, do an episode on on all of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, so I like speaking of the whole chocolate situation. <coughs> I chose to do a spare. I chose to limit myself. But mm. then, even in the doing of that, there were certain aspects of spare that I didn't actually freely choose because I was doing them very poorly. Or even even if I was doing them, like even if I was fasting mm. chocolate. I was still complaining about it. I was still like, like I can't, blah, 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 blah. But like, if I reminded myself like, no, I, I chose this and I have to figure out the reason why I'm choosing it. Mm. Um, well, so I, I, I brought this up with my spiritual director one time and I said, look, I'm, I'm finding it really hard. Like, I don't know why. Like, I don't even, like, before I never really had a problem with, I don't know, like eating too much or whatever but now that i've been given this limitation it's that thing that you're saying it's like oh i'm so angry i can't do what i want Mm. um or just have the option to yeah and what what she said was like you know what what helps me is that i write down the reason why i do it i remind myself of why like why i do it and and a lot of the time what she does is she offers it up for other people she prays for Mm -hmm. other people Mm-hmm. Um, she finds like a thing that she, you know, yeah, she does it for, and, and there's nothing more for me anyway, there's nothing more motivating or whatever, or grounding than like just doing it for someone else. And, and so that made me <clears throat> rethink my way of doing a spare. I was like, oh, wait, whenever I felt, you know, like agitated and it happens, 
I have to just remind myself, like, I I kind of committed to, like, this kind of prayer intention for someone, you know? Mm. Um, and it was the same with this whole lockdown situation. It was just, like, getting really agitated. And w- it was when I was reminded, not be- because we, we get all these messages being bombarded and, like, you know, it was awesome, you know? Like, our prime minister and stuff is saying, you know, we're doing this to save lives. But a lot of the time, lives is just this, like, <laughs> arbitrary, like, word it's a statistic but like when i was when i could see a person at the end of it affected by this whole thing potentially affected by this whole thing someone that i knew i was like dang nah i can't i have to take this seriously and Mm. i i have to like you know it's it's grounded and then as you were talking dom the the reason why i actually you know learned a lot more about freedom was when you kept talking to me about marriage and how like you know and you committing to this person the queen herself jess um (laughs) (laughs) uh it's been really formative and it's just been actually Mm. a source of freedom like can you talk to me about that a little bit yeah i could talk about how amazing marriage is for for days um i think everyone should do it you either get married to a person or to the church just mm. make a decision <laughs> um i think uh, the two most formative experiences of my whole life have been getting married and having a daughter well a baby I, the gender doesn't matter mm. um but like um they've just i mean especially having a child it just kind of like completely changed me um the marriage thing was like a slow thing over a period of time Mm. um and but like so with marriage um it's learning about i suppose you're learning about choice Mm. um and, and then i guess in that you're learning about freedom because uh i think it was yeah, very early on in the marriage, I realized that, like, there was a kind of period of, like, getting over being single. Yeah. Of, like, I literally moved to the other side of the world because I wanted to. You know, I was, I I did university. I, I Then I thought, okay, I'm going to go go to spec and do a mission year. And then I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to the other side of the world. And I was so on that buzz. I was like, where do I go next? Australia, America, I could do whatever I want. And then I got married and it's like, well, I mean, maybe we could do those things. Um, But now I've got to consult with somebody. Mm. And I would, you know, from the outside, people would see that as like, uh, if she holds you back, bro, you live your best life. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, but what if this is my best life? And it definitely has been. And so... Yeah, because I think our desires aren't, like, full. They aren't, like, I guess, true in a way. Um, but, like, um, so then I, I said, okay, no, well, I'm I'm going to I'm gonna do everything, like, with my wife. And mm. she's very different to me. She's introverted. I'm extroverted. She's good looking. I'm okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and, like, we're, we're very opposite people. Yeah. And then just, so just living with somebody that's, your opposite is just it's just amazing 
I think for men, marriage is uh, a bit of a, um, it takes you back at first because we have this concept and there's definitely truth to this, that you, you marry, the person you marry is like your, your greatest cheerleader. Mm. (laughs) But what I've come to realize is that the person that grounds you the most as well, Yeah, which is a good thing. But sometimes that grounding looks like you, you know, shaking your tail feathers, sticking you all that. And then they go, uh, you look like an idiot. <laughs> and all of a sudden, this whole image of yourself comes crashing down because the person you've decided to give your whole life to and you love until death do you part thinks you're an idiot. And it's like, but I thought I was really good at this. It's like, no, you're really not. In fact, could you never do that again? That'd be great. And it's like, oh, oh gosh. And then all of a sudden you have this realization because men, I do think up until they get married, think that they're absolutely amazing. Uh, They watch action movies like, yeah, I could probably do that. Um, In fact, I actually spoke to a guy once and they were talking about going to gyms like, yeah, you've got to get, you know, really good ab muscles because if you're ever hanging off the edge of a cliff, you need to be able to pull yourself up. And I'm like, oh yeah. And how often does that happen? (laughs) It's like, you know, in action movies. But yeah, so like marriage has been like, um, it's taught me about freedom because it's allowed me to be the person that I was created to be. Yeah. It's allowed me to fill out a space within myself that I couldn't fill out on my own. And the, the only way I could do that is by not doing the things that I want to do, but doing oh. the things that are good. And that is, you know turning to somebody else and allowing them to um allowing them to be themselves which is always very affronting to you because it's not how you do things wow uh and it's in it's in the small things uh like the way you do the dishes uh the way you fold your t-shirts uh you know it's like <laughs> your wife turns to you is like you don't know how to fold t-shirts. They're like, yes, I do. There's folded t-shirts. Like, yeah, but that's wrong. It's like, but they're they're folded though. <laughs> it's like, no, but you you folded it incorrectly, and all of a sudden there's a correct way to fold t-shirts, and and I can't do it. Uh, <laughs> and so now I'm not allowed to fold the t-shirts. Uh, <laughs> but like, it's like things like that, and it's like real. Like, I don't know, it's hard to put into words, I guess, but like it changes you and it gets you thinking outside of yourself. Mm. All of a sudden there's, even if it's not a right way, it's a preference for the Mm. person that you love and -hmm. therefore it is a right way. Um, And then there's certain things that you've never, uh, you never never even thought about. Um, And like, again, with guys, uh, if you don't know this already, guys, you're disgusting. And <laughs> when you when you get married, your wife's gonna help you realize this <laughs> in not very subtle ways. Um, like <laughs> uh, I've I've never realized that things are things that aren't a mess are a mess. Uh, like you walk into a room, and there's, there's a few things around, and so that's cool, that's fine, and then. Your wife walks in and is like, could you please clean up this place? And you're like, ah, what's she looking at? What 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 is it? What's wrong? I can't I can't see what the problem is. <laughs> There's a problem, guys. 
and it's you. No, um, <clears throat> and like because of that, it's like you have to you have to change your perspective and yeah. therefore grow. And like I mean, just doing like learning because Jess is an introvert, having to learn what introverts are like, yeah, and having to work around that. Because for me, I'm like, let's go out every night, meet as many people as possible. And, oh, here's another event. Oh, no, here's another event. No, here's another event. Mm. And my wife can't do that mm. because of because she's an introvert. I mean, she can socialize with people and she loves socializing with people. She just can't do it all the time with different people that she's never met all the time. <laughs> Which uh, is your specialty. <laughs> It's like, I'm like, for my birthday party, let's invite 250 people and see who turns up <laughs> and take it from there. And my wife's like, why would you ever do that? You invite, we're having 20 people maximum. Yeah. And we'll send to invites out to 20 people. As people say no, we then invite a new person. I'm like, that sounds like way too much work. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, but yeah. And like, there's all these little things of like, you know, I'm a bulldozer. I just go in and knock knock things down and get things sorted. And mm. she's um, she's a feather duster. She she gets all the corners and makes things sure things are nice. And um, and then all of a sudden, in order to make her happy, which I guess is what I truly want for her in life, is I have to learn how to use a feather duster and I have to put down the bulldozer for a while and I have to look at the smaller things and I have to do the things that are good for her. And I have to pay attention to the desires of someone else. Yeah. And I have to change myself accordingly. And I just can't recommend it enough. It's uh, that's crazy, man. It's made me the happiest man. Well, that's uh, that's the thing, right? Because if it was me, I'd be like, well, you know, I'm going to do all that stuff because it's the right thing to do. But actually, it's deeper than that because that's not enough. It's like, no, because... There's someone else says a happiness mm. that you're and that makes you happy. And that's the crazy thing is because it's like yeah. that's love and that's yeah. what God has given us. It's like oh man, I just that that's probably what's hit me the most about this whole freedom mm. thing is that like we were given a choice when we and sometimes people like for me choosing can be quite hard. Because I love keeping my options open. I definitely have subscribed to that, like, interested button. I am that interested button. Don't push do it. it. I'm not. I know. I'm No. Stop please. it. Stop I know. It now. And you know this, right? Like, but the whole time we've hung out, I've been the indecisive. Commit. Yes, right? But, like. No, you definitely have been dis- indecisive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But have I gotten better? Have I gotten better? Yeah. I mean, to say you've gotten better is to say I've gotten taller. No, I'm joking. Um. <laughs> I'm only taller when I'm around smaller people. Well, then that's true then. Then I have gone better. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> but just like, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. I just, I'm learning that that love is the thing that pulls you. Like, love is what is worth it. Love mm, is what freedom's yeah. for. And like, yeah, that's like what we're made for. Like, and like, so, like you said, like. You, amen. You, that's why you become happy is because that's you become more yourself. That's how you yeah. become who God made you to be. Like I definitely wouldn't clean the house <laughs> if I didn't have to. It's a good thing to do. It's the right thing to do. Have a tidy house, yeah. you know, make your bed when you wake up in the morning, all that yeah. stuff. And I definitely would not do it if I didn't have my wife. Ooh. Like I might make my bed. Yeah. 
um, possibly shower. Uh, <laughs> but like, if I didn't have to, I definitely wouldn't. Yeah. Like if I didn't, I like, I remember when I was at my first university, we had a shared kitchen and I was the only one that cleaned the kitchen. Mm. I didn't care. I just put my music on and went for it. Mm. But I had a rule. It's like, I'll clean the whole kitchen, but only when I can't fill the kettle up for a cup of tea, which meant that the sink got completely filled up with plates and knives and forks and spoons and bowls and cups and everything. Yeah. So when I got to the, the only reason I would do it is because I couldn't make tea. It wasn't because it was the right thing to do. Mm. It wasn't because it was good. <laughs> it was because, okay, I guess I have to now. <clears throat> yes. And that's 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 who I was. But now I I vacuum the house and clean the kitchen every night. Because, and like, I actually, I mean, I don't mind doing it, but mm. you just, I have a reason to do it. And the reason to do it isn't just because it's the good and right thing to do. Yeah. Isn't just because it will stop ants coming to ha- into the house. It's because I've got a family and there's a standard to keep to. And and the thing is, and I'll wrap <coughs> it up soon because it's, it's nearing our, nearing our ending thing. But the, man, the thing that hit me the most so I talked to my spiritual director. She went, went to this course. And she was saying, the best reason to do something is because you want to. And I was like, what? Because again, like I said, like I thought the best reason to do something was because it was the right thing to do. But she was saying, you know, with our freedom, say, l- let's take uh, the whole lockdown situation. I got told I have to be in lockdown. A lot of our initial response is like, ah, like, I don't want to. And then mm. we can choose to do the good thing, which is, okay, I will. I'm going to use my freedom to choose the good thing. But the more we do it, and maybe the more we're like grounded in love, the more we actually want to do the good thing. Mm-hmm. And that she was saying, that's that's the sweet spot, is when you mm. actually want to do the good thing. So maybe like... You might even start enjoying vacuuming. I mean, do you or like you just want to do the vacuuming? Do you? I Maybe working on it? Don't know. I mean, I don't not like it. Well, that's good. But like I kind of use it as a time to listen to podcasts. I just put my headphones on and go for it. That's good. Well, well, this is a thing like yesterday. <clears throat> this lockdown has given me so much good stuff like yesterday I ate a salad, Dom. Is that because you had nothing else in? No. I wanted to eat a salad. And then even just this whole quarantine thing, because I've been like, people have been, you know, encouraged to go outside and and, like exercise. So I haven't exercised before. (laughs) Like, I mean, I did before and then like didn't for a while until this quarantine because I wanted to go outside. Mm. So I started going for walks and then I started going for runs and then I use the bike. And now it's something I want to do because the more I did Mm. it. No, definitely. Right? Like that. Is freedom because you yeah. don't have to think about it, you just do it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I guess freedom is wanting to do the right thing, yeah. I, I wrote this thing down and it was really cool. Um, I have to give Jesus the credit because I was sitting in silence. Let me just get my diary because <clears throat> I was trying to figure out this whole freedom situation. Let me find it. Okay, cool. So freedom that people say, or license, false freedom, is saying, I ought to do what I want. But real freedom is, I want to do what I ought. 
That was Jesus' spoken word to me. Amazing. That's the answer right there. I want to do what I ought. Man, that's the words right there. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah like, I guess, like, referring back to my life, because that's the most interesting thing in this conversation. <laughs> Apparently. Anyway, uh, but referring back to my own experience, it's like with this and like why I say like having a, a child is the most formative experience. One of the most formative experiences in my life is because I've taken on, uh, we bought a house and I started, left my job and I started a degree. And if it wasn't for Jemima and Jess, I, I would have failed by now. Wow. And it's not because they're, forcing me to do it but because of their existence because they're my family because i love them i work harder than i harder than i ever knew possible and i'm not getting a's and b's and stuff but i'm I'm passing and i'm working my ass off and it's not a stress to me like i was talking to a friend of mine and he's talking and we're talking about he's a Okay, let's 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 talk talk about it. It's like what what would happen if you failed? And I was like, I just do it again. And wow. I just do it again and again and again and again until I pass because I'm not doing this for me. This isn't something this I'm doing this because I need to support my family. I'm doing this because I have a call from God to become a nurse. Mm. And so the reason my why isn't because it's good but because I ought to do it mm. and I want to do what I ought. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I don't think I get clicks for that. Cause I just said what you said. No, what but Jesus like, said. anyway, uh, maybe those clicks were for something you, you said a metaphor in the, in the thing, in the conversation. And I was going to just interject and say, wow, poetry, poetry. But anyway, oh, did I say something. Uh huh. But anyway, you, you remember what, well, we gotta wrap this up, fam. Um, because mm. yeah, it's been almost it's been an hour over over an hour. It has been over um, an hour. It's been great though. Yeah, it has been. So, hey, Shana, thanks for uh, thanks for that. Thanks, Dom. Um, thanks for uh, you know, just thanks. That's all. <laughs> yeah, and uh, to the listeners, thank you for listening, and stay tuned for more amazing content from Mrs. Yorando. It's Miss Yorando to you. I'm not. Oh, You're yeah, the married Mrs. one. Know what I'm saying I'm the married one. Yeah, yeah. Miss Yorando. Um, anyway, thank you for listening. If you want to find out more of our stuff, you can go to cdh.org.nz or Spotify or yeah, I, I guess that's where. Oh, we, iTunes. I think we're on iTunes too. She yeah, we're on iTunes Google. as well. Yeah, so check us out. Uh, sh- share, subscribe, like all that sort of stuff, and uh, God bless. God bless. <laughs>